Welcome to Food for Thought. I'm Cookie Anderson. And I'm Laura Mangone. And I'm Rob Bell. And that's the last time we're going to introduce ourselves. Only for this show. No. Next well, show we'll introduce ourselves again. Right, right. But we're not going to each segment. No, no. exactly. Yeah, we've got we to remember to do that. So <laughs> let's start off with uh, olive oil cake. What we're eating. I, I whipped up a little olive oil cake this morning because uh, sort of prompted by the conversation we had with Paul Servino. Because I believe in his cookbook, when we interviewed him, there was an olive oil cake, and I had it on my my little note, my little to do list. And I had never heard of it, so and it's it was very exciting. Really yummy. This is actually it's absolutely amazing, and it kind of reminded me of ricotta cheese. It is very light. It has a lot of eggs in it. No cheese in it. Right? I know, but I mean, it's, it's the consistency of it is like mm, a ricotta right. cheesecake. It's mostly eggs and sugar, and but it's eggs, not as rich as a ricotta sugar, cheese. lemon zest, lemon juice, a little bit of flour, not a lot. Um, yeah, I would like to, I think that I would like to expound on this and add some light, like, you know, what would be the best accompaniment in terms of would it be? Well, you could put like a fruit on it. Would you be could great. put a compote of any or sort. some sort of ice cream you could with do a your, fruit compote. You could even, I mean, just to gild the lily, you could do your ice cream with the olive oil. Cause yes. I think you taste the olive oil and I can taste you the taste olive oil. It. I don't it. taste it you as don't really much. Taste it. But I think that mm-hmm. you're right. If we did the vanilla ice, homemade vanilla ice cream with right. maybe candied thyme yeah. and uh, EVOO, Drizzled on it and some salt. Imagine the delicious. salt component. Yeah. I almost, I also think I would like some sort of caramel with it. Why not? Yeah, it's a little more it's meringue. Not, it is meringue because of the eggs. Yeah, it's got a lot of eggs. And in it's so not, how, do you, how do you make this? Um, it's very easy. You uh, zest and juice one lemon. You um, how many eggs? Whip five eggs. So you whip the yolks with a little bit of sugar. You whip the whites with a little bit of sugar. You fold the flour into the yolks, and then you add the olive oil and the lemon juice and zest. How much olive oil is in this cake? Three quarters of a cup. Really? Wow, it's a lot of oil. And it's the good stuff. Well, it's olive oil cake. I mean, but it doesn't taste greasy in any way, right? I don't taste olive oil in the cake. Oh, I taste the olive oil, but it's a... um, I use the good stuff. I use the olive oil I just got from in France, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, um, it has a kind of a distinctive taste. I'm surprised you guys don't taste it in there. Uh, that's pretty much it. You fold it together. You have the it's literally like three quarters of a cup of flour, uh, one egg, five. I'm sorry, five one eggs. lemon. Oh, okay, five eggs. That's it. Fold it in. Throw it in the old oven to 350. Spring form pan, 350. I sprinkled a little sugar on top so you get that little crust yep. on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I ever if I ever get a restaurant again, I'm, this is going to be a And how long? Did, like 20 minutes? Uh, a little bit longer. Okay. 35, I think okay. it was, in the convection oven, which means in a regular home oven, it's probably 45. Huh. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I want to... Um, this is not the exact recipe that was in... Mr. Sorvino's book, uh, but it's similar. And there's another olive oil cake that I've made in the past when I was going through my books at work. Um, we have another olive oil cake recipe that has uh, cornmeal in it that's kind of nice. And I think it's more I would like of a traditional, one. yeah, it's a little more grainy and um, good. But I like this. It's pretty yummy, huh? Very. Really, really yeah. delicious. I was up at uh, 4 a.m. this morning. I was baking like a crazy person because we have a big had 
they left at 7.30 this morning for a big... Um, Fox Rothschild is a big law firm near us. Yeah. And we do a lot of corporate catering for them. And they had a giant breakfast for 100 people. So I was making coffee what was cakes the, What was the occasion? Muffins. Just... Just, no, just, just a corporate delivery. Nothing. I don't know specifically, you know, from oh, their it point delivery. of view. It was just a delivery, a drop-off. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, Sweet. the usual sweets, fruit, yogurt, granola. How much do you know how much you charged per person? Oh, gosh, it's cheap. Breakfasts are cheap. It's probably 12, 14 <clears throat> bucks. Yeah, but still, you make money on that. basically a continental That's type. A the most deal. expensive thing on the, that menu is the fruit, so, you the, know. The fruit, yep. Granola, yogurts, juices, coffee, uh, muffins. I had to go down to pick up uh, bagels at Maidenhead Bagel. Yeah, but you made money on that. I made the muffins, made the scones, yeah. made the coffee cake. Yeah, oh, so oh, you absolutely. made everything, made all everything. the sweet that's stuff was, except for the bagels. That's, yeah, that's why I was baking this morning. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all you right. guys got the benefit of it because while they were all in the oven, I was whipping this together. Now, um, Laura just got back from Guatemala. I did. And can you tell us, now, first of all, well, briefly tell us, you know, why you were there yeah. for people who were listening the last time. This is a mission trip that I take to Guatemala each year, and this is my fifth year that I went. And I head up one of the construction teams, and we build, in the week that we're there, there are two construction teams. This year, we built 10 houses. So there are 10 families that didn't have a home before. We now, now do. Now have a home. And to tell me, like, what's inside? The, uh, like, what, what's the kitchen the, like? It's very, rare, very rudimentary. I mean, what they have previously and what most of the surrounding people have are just dirt floors and, um, you know, whatever tin and wood they can scrap together to make walls and roofs. Um, what we do is two courses of cinder block and a slab, cement slab. Okay. The majority of the houses that we did were two bedroom with a kitchen. A couple were three bedroom running with a water? kitchen. No. no. No bathroom, no running water. I mean, they have running water near there. Right. Most of the communities have a spring-fed area where everybody goes with their big bottles or jugs or whatever <clears throat> right. and collects water. But then they just use that water. What we do is when we build a home, we build into the price of you know what it costs us for materials. We give them a clean uh, water filtration system. Basically, it's a, like a big giant Tupperware with sand, and they need to run their water through a couple of times. It's you know just okay. gravity-fed. Um, so we give them and that. no. What about where do they go to the bathroom? They all uh, dig latrines. They, latrines, it's, yeah. They just dig and then cover it up and then dig somewhere else. It's kind wow. of yeah. I mean, these people are living in, in desperate poverty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so that I think that more families. of us should experience. You know, it's it's too bad that we all can't for a couple of weeks just mm-hmm. live that life. And then, and then come home, and, and you're going to turn on your faucet and go, oh, my God, I'm well, so lucky. Yeah. appreciate what we have. You yeah. know? Absolutely. Or the refrigerator. Everything. You know, like everything, everything would be everything. magical when you came home. Look it at is. this freaking refrigerator. It it's is. filled with food. And do you know what I still, every day, I'm still doing it. You know, when we're there, while we're staying in a hotel, but the hotel is still, you know, rudimentary. It's, not, it's nothing super fancy. Um, we, can't, we don't use the water. 
So we do everything with bottled water. So even this morning when I got up to go brush my teeth, it's like ingrained in my head that I have to bring a bottle of water with me in the bathroom because you don't put your toothbrush in the water. Well, even in a, in a nice hotel, you don't no. uh-uh. use the local water. Uh-huh. Huh. Correct. Because of parasites. Because of all sorts of bacteria. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just the construction part of it. So there are now 10 families. So so let me get back to the house. So it's I just two mean, is this a religious thing? I mean, do you have to be Catholic? No. To, uh, to get these no, houses? Actually, What's the I'm, criteria? I'm only one of two Catholics that go on the group. There, It's a Christian group. So the, you have to be a the Christian? Mission. You don't have to be, no. There's to get a house? a lot of people... No, no Jews allowed. No, there are Jews. There's a lot I'm of kidding. Jews. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's a lot of Jews. There's all different denominations. Like Jews join the Y, Rob. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, of course. They yeah. do. Right, so they take a shower so there. So the group that we go to down there, the mission, where everything is sort of centered and the people that organize who are going to be getting homes and, and organize most of our meals and everything... Uh, they run a school in addition. They are a extreme, an extremely evangelical Christian organization. The group that I travel with is from a church in Newtown, Pennsylvania, or Langhorne, Pennsylvania. And there are all different denominations that go on the trip. Um, so anyway, our, uh, the housing, the construction sector is just one part of it. There's a medical contingent where they saw over the, a thousand uh, a 1,000 patients in the week that we were there, kids, adults alike, who come and wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. Um, we usually have a dentist uh, with us, although this year we did not. Uh, we had... That's kind of just like here, though, waiting for hours to see the doctor. Mm, these people are walking hours to get there oh, and wait in right. line. No, right. it's not the same at all. Do they give vaccines? Not like an air-conditioned waiting they room? They don't give vaccines. They give vitamins. We uh, All of the medications that we give out are donated by, um, number one, donated by Capital Health, which is where the doctors come from with this group, who, you know, everybody's donating their time and energy and medicines. And all the money that we raise goes towards, you know, purchasing the drugs, purchasing the construction materials, purchasing supplies for everything that we do down there, the water filters, the stoves. Each house gets a, a new clean-burning stove. How do you get that? Do you fly that stuff in? No, no, no. It's all there. Oh, okay. The, uh, it's just paying for it. It's just paying for it, right. exactly. And, you know, it's all based on how many donations we get is how many homes we're building. Last year, we mm-hmm. built 15 houses. This year, it was only 10. Um so it's it's an awesome program. I highly recommend now, how giving about- of your time and energy to people that are less fortunate. It's uh, very rewarding, and it's and sort people of with nothing are very uh, are very generous too, right? That's yeah. what I've discussed. in Cuba. I noticed that. Yeah, and everywhere you go, they're lovely people. Now, I just you- love the Guatemalan people. I mean, they're just lovely, lovely people. What about the food? Uh, the food, we eat three meals a day at the Mission, um, which is a beautiful uh, setup we've actually contributed to building over the years. Last year when we were there, they had just finished the second floor of this area. And this year it's all beautifully done. Um, really, really nice kitchen and prep area and dining area. They have a new sewing um, sewing room, which is for all of the women that are the women of the house for these homes that we're building. 
they come and they learn how to sew. So they make all these beautiful textiles and fabrics, but they don't really know how to put things together to maybe sell something. So right. we have, um, you know, women that volunteer their time to teach the gals how to, sl- how to sew. Anyway, the food. Um, it's all delicious. I frankly love anything that's prepared by someone, someone else. You know, it always tastes better when you're not cooking and serving and prepping. Um, I think they, you know, it's not completely traditional food. I think they sort of um, Americanize, Americanize it, it a, yeah. a, a, bit, a little bit. Um, but I wish they, why, why do they feel the need to do that? Don't they realize that everybody would want the foods that are Because there's a lot of people from of, different areas. Some people though. don't want the local food. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, let me, let me put People it go way. to Every Paris and, and then go to the McDonald's. Je ne comprends pas. Yeah, not cool. Um, so the food is yummy. The food is really good. The fruit, interesting, yeah, oh, really oh, yeah. wonderful fruits itself, and papayas and absolutely. mangoes and pineapple. And um, the best night that I like because they do it every year is um, they have a giant. They make like a chicken tortilla soup and they serve it in these beautiful earthenware bowls, which I can give you a really good picture. And okay. I got the recipe written in Spanish and then I had it translated oh. by one of my guys. I'll post, I'll post the recipe. Um, really good. Uh, you know, usually when you get a chicken tortilla soup in, as far as I know, in Mexico and also in the States, it doesn't have a lot of stuff in it. It's more brothy. This soup right. is so good. It's got so much chicken and it's got uh, chayote and it's got so much great Chayote? Stuff. What's that? Chayote is like a squash. It's, oh, uh, okay. You, you'd know it if you saw the picture of it. They, they sell them here they everywhere. Do? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's green. It's gourd-like looking. But okay. it's, it's in the squash family. Um, yeah, soup is just so delicious. And then every every meal we would have, um, not to say it's not a, not to say it's not authentic, but I think it's a little bit anglicized. Um, one night we had a really good um, beef dish that was almost a, just a braise, almost how you would do a short rib with a tomatoey type of like sauce. A carne asada or mm, no. Um, what do the, what do the people eat on the street? You know, like the poor people. They usually uh, like tortillas. Roasted, roasted. There's tortillas everywhere. Yeah. Yes. There's every street corner, and I'm always salivating. I'm wanting to eat something, but but you afraid, know, you're afraid of the water. I'm not they afraid use. of the water, but we're not supposed to. While we're there in this community, traveling with this group, we just eat at the mission. We don't go off on our own and eat whatever Why? we want to eat. Um, just as a safety. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. But. Yeah, you see chicken, roasted chicken everywhere. You see, right. you know, delicious grilled um, chicken, roasted chicken, grilled they have, like roasters. Grilled, they have roasters, grilled. Okay. but grilled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really good. Fish? You know, you see taco stands everywhere. Fish? Not a lot of fish because we're inland. Okay. I mean, we are on a lake, Lake Atitlan, which is a big, beautiful lake, and there is fish in the lake. Um, I see some fish. The only fish that I really see is when we make a stop in between Guatemala City and San Lucas Toliman, which is where our where the mission is and where we sort of, that's our point of uh, departure when we're going out to the construction sites, and that's where they're teaching everyone in that mission area. Um, it's about three and a half hours from Guatemala City, so we're sort of, you know, we're west of Guatemala City, kind of central. Um, the only the only fish I've seen is when we stop like midway point just for a break, get an ice cream, get a soda. Um, when we're traveling 
um, to and from Guatemala City is there's a little uh, restaurant on the side of the road. They have like a little snack bar where, where we all go to, but there's also an attached restaurant and they have these big pools. It makes me think of tilapia tubs, but Probably it's super is. clean. But it's super clean. It's yeah. nothing like you know what we associate with a tilapia tub, where you see it's disgusting. Right, right, right. So, and it's um, it's not quite tilapia. So when you order it's a fish, they, between, they, they uh, hook they it. They take they take it right out of this. Can't get any tub. fresher than that. No, it's really nice, and they're like sea bass, literally huh. like a sea bass fish. Um, so it's great. I mean, the the food that we eat every mm-hmm. every meal, mm-hmm. there's. Um, there's rice, there's beans, which are all traditional dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night we'd have lots of plantains. Mm-hmm. Um, one night we had like fajitas, always tortillas. So you could, whatever you're having, you can wrap in a tortilla. They have really awesome hot sauce that they always had on the table. Um, tamales. Uh, tamales, actually, tamales were served the evening that we have the that delicious chicken tortilla soup. And I believe the picture I have has the tamales in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Really good, you know, fresh cheese, fresh queso that's del- just yummy. Hmm. Um, now, we're running out of time. Yeah. We have to go to break. But when we come back, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to enlist our listeners to mm-hmm. help us. We're getting closer and closer to having our ad up on the billboard in Times Square. Yeah. And I need the listeners' help, and I'm hoping to get some people to call in to help us out. Awesome. And so what, when the, we come What to say with it, right? The words. Th- don't. Oh, Please. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I'm it was... Uh, it see, I want them to think segment. about it during the break. We'll be back. We'll be right back. <laughs> if you've got joint pain, let me ask you a question. Would you like a high-quality knee, back, shoulder, or ankle brace at little or no cost? Now, just in case your reception isn't great, let me ask you again. Would you like a pain-relieving knee, back, shoulder, or ankle brace at little or no cost? Well, if you have Medicare insurance, you could qualify for these pain-relieving braces at little or no cost. And these are high-quality braces. They are very comfortable, and they've helped thousands relieve their pain. Now, I'd like you to imagine going on vacation, playing with your grandkids, just living your life again without pain. The Mobility Hotline is a referral service that connects folks with Medicare coverage and other insurance to accredited companies offering pain-relieving braces at little or no cost. And don't you worry about the Medicare paperwork. They'll handle it all for you, and they'll deliver Deliver your braces for free. Call the Mobility Hotline now. The call's free. 1-800-551-9839. 1-800-551-9839. Welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm Cookie Anderson. <laughs> I thought we weren't introducing You're not ourselves. Supposed to say that. Ah, I forgot. <laughs> Boy, how quickly she forgets. It's okay. It's all good. We're we're back. We're just three pals hanging out. We're back. We're back. We actually had to start to... We had to redo this segment because we were getting in a a fight. (laughs) Boy, there are no secrets on this show. (laughs) Seriously. Got in a little fight. We had to stop. We didn't get into a fight. You and Rob did well, what you love to do best, which is quibble. This, this, you we, like we to fight. quibble. You're like 80-year-old. We When we were together like as eight. a couple, we fought. Now that we're friends, we why, fight. Why would anything be different you now? It's like just, uh, just the way couple. it is. 
just <laughs> squabbling. <laughs> All right. So what we were talking about, without going off on the tangent that we did before, we was miss, we Johnny miss John. Boy. We miss Johnny Boy. And I think he's a really, he is my younger, my much younger brother. But I think he is a, he, I think he's a really good component on the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. And so. And we miss him. And is we he doing him. any cooking lately? He is a little bit for his boss. He was working all these incredible hours. My Johnny Boy is a former chef, so now now that he's selling beds, it's a little different. But he, his boss, who works all kinds of incredible hours, mm-hmm. she gets like it must be like a Blue Apron or a, one of those meals in a box kind of thing that she gets. Time out. She owns a restaurant. No, she, oh, the, no, no, the no. bed boss. The bed boss. Oh my gosh, the bed boss. I thought you were talking <laughs> about Blue Bottle. I'm no. like, time out. No. And you know, she. I think she gets some sort of meal in a box. Mm-hmm. And Is that one of those she, things where they send you all the components yeah. and then yeah, you make which is it? So you know, Vinny loves that. Di- who has does? a show here on the radio? Yeah, he gets him and his wife. They love that. Really? Yeah, that's, they give all the components, and then they just have to mix you them together, what? follow the instructions. You still have to do the work. You still have my, to do the work. I know. My husband and I totally blew it because we had that idea years ago. Years yes, ago. I did, too. With the instructions, you could have some of the prep right. done. And you get exactly the I amount did, you need. I did, too, Laura. I think a lot no of people leftovers. did. Yes. I think a lot of people did, but in my mind, I think it was mind-blowing in terms of what you would need for startup, for a... a, for a an opportunity I would need like nothing. This. I have everything at work. Right, for you. Yeah, but to yeah. Prom- the promotion of it and the back yeah. end of it. It's probably not thought, too late. I mean, yeah. you, know, no, you can have is, your own little There's rival. a million of them out there's there. There's a million of them out there. I always wonder, what are they with all the packaging? But seriously, like 10 years later. Well, it's got to be stupid packaging. At least you have 10 years ago. Throw it away. Yeah, that's true, too. And I don't like packaging. I don't like, you know, I always feel guilty opening and, packaging. Yeah. You know, I, and I talked to, I thought it was just for like 20-somethings. Everything's cryovac. Everything's cryovac. Yeah. I talked to a 20-something, and I said, Why do you, what's the big attraction? And she said, well, I know nothing about food. So if you say to me, if I read a recipe and it says one medium eggplant, I'm like, what the hell is one medium eggplant? Right. And I'm like, Wow. Yeah. Okay, but Pe- anyway. People, yeah. No confidence. People, so anyway, back to Johnny Boy. So... His boss has been getting these things to think that it's going to simplify her life because she doesn't have the time. And then what she'll do is she'll, she, he will have to, he'll be coming over at eight or nine o'clock to just kind of sum up the day and, and wrap things and he's up. Doing, and, he's and she says, oh, I can't, I, can't, I can't do this. Let's just get Chinese. So he's been saying, no, let me do it. I'll do it. Right. So he's been whipping up the dinners. And so he's scoring a lot of points that way. Oh, and, nice. so he's like a personal good. chef. He's a little. He's like a little blue apron. You, you even have to chef. cut. You have to chop and cut everything. Yeah, it's not. It's, like, it's, it's, it's a lot just of, the ingredients. It's the same amount of work. And as you if get you like just a little package with like a teaspoon of thyme in it. You know, I, know. I, I don't just, get it. I just so hate that. I, I, know. I can't. It's just like some people. I can't wait till the whole industry comes crashing down because some pe- somebody else will figure out something better. It's the opposite of a TV dinner. <laughs> Where you just throw it in there for you know microwave for, for a minute still and still work. I don't I know, understand. but some people like it because it is getting them exposed to food. It's getting them exposed to mixing combinations of seasonings and vegetables, and they they don't know they don't don't have this knowledge. They don't know. Well, I think yeah. it's going to get old. I don't. I think it's a. I think it's big. I think it's a big industry, and I think it I has its place. And I think a lot of people like to come home to that box, and it gives them a little downtime well, to a, sort of. You know, 
following instructions and doing it, I think it gives them a great sense of accomplishment. Like, look, I made this, you know, butterfly chicken. I think people are sort of and whatever. I think people are just sort of in love with the. It's a new experience. I think a lot of people rely on it though. Cooking. Well, it's a new experience. (laughs) Like the whole. It's the whole like. Open the the excitement of opening the box and looking at that. Packaging I think it's a combination of and looking all at of those that things. sexy packaging and yeah, I think perfect. It, I agree with you. I everything. think it's going to get old. You know, you open the box. No, it's, oh, look, it might not carrots. get old, but it's going to be tweaked. It's got to. It, there's got to be some. You can't compete with as a personal chef. I can't compete with the prices. It's right. like f- eleven to fifteen dollars a meal. Yeah, you I, know, that's the same as takeout. Same cost. But as I'm just sorry, but to me, food. The, it's still an hour of your time at night. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You just order some takeout. Thai Chinese, like, like she said. I know, Boom. but some people they don't, cook it for you. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't Anywho, do so getting uh, Johnny Boy back is going to be a little challenging because his, now the, his direct report, who he reports to, um, is in California. So he starts to get, you know, like he starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, but he starts to get busier like by 10, 11 o'clock because of the time difference. Right. So, and he said at night he can't, he can't commit to any time slot because he's very often working 9 o'clock so in the past. So I proposed 8 a.m. Yeah. And he said, okay, give me some time to just get acclimated to the job. So we might start taping at 8 a.m. So for those of you who are listening who would like to give some input, just so you know, right now we tape on Fridays at 8.30. Mm-hmm. We're probably in the future going to tape at 8 a.m. Who knows? We might start going live someday. We might start taping more shows someday. Yeah, I'd like to start well, We've by done the show live on occasion. Yeah. And it's recorded We are on a live on occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but what I wanted to propose to the listeners, now, if you call in, because we're taping the show at a different time slot, obviously you're not going to be on the air. Right. But if you were to call in at... 609, got a pen, everyone? <laughs> 609, 460, That's our regular line here. That's the 609. Regular, yeah, that's not the live line. That's the regular incoming line. It doesn't matter. We don't, Rob, we're not live. That's so, what I'm explaining. Okay. 609, 460, We need your help. We need to enlist listeners. We have an ad that's supposed to go up in Times Square on a billboard, okay? I'm very excited about it. We've got the photo. We're working on the graphics. Yeah. We need ideas for the bullet points. To give you an example, in addition to all of the contact information for the time slot of the show and mm-hmm. how, to, how to listen, I wanted to have sort of a, a description. So initially I thought of I three like, chefs, I like it. one gourmand, Lots of laughs. I love it. And lots of I, I really like that. I think we're done. I think it should be three chefs, one gourmand, and lots of fun. Um, fun laughs. I don't know. Lots of cheese? How about... No. Cheese? Cheese? <laughs> shut, shut up, Robbie. <laughs> um, food. How about three bullet points? Three words. Food. Period. Frolic. Ugh. Period. No, the, word the face. Fun. They have to be all Fs. I think it's that's point. alliteration. That's yeah. what I'm going I know, for. But I don't like the word frolic. I How like could you fun. not like the word frolic? Well, maybe recipes. Recipes are an important part of the show, right? We always give recipes. That's on the a show. recipe is a boring word. We also do uh, <laughs> reviews. So how about? Do we really want to talk about this? Recipes, reviews, reviews. Is a boring, okay. Please 
listeners, we Rivalry. need your help. Rival, now, here's the prize. Ribald comedy. If we wind up using your tagline or even just adding an F word, okay? If you can give us an F word. I'll give but, you an F word. For, for, following Seriously. food, frolic, and maybe it's not going to be frolic. Laura made a face at frolic. Fun. Food. Fun. What do they get for this? They get a Visa gift card. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. If well, we use it. If we use it. Yeah. Okay. They get and, a Visa and we'll mention their name anyway. And we'll mention their name. Just for being a part We'll of send them a letter. We'll do all kinds of nice stuff. So, again, the phone number is 609-460-4550. Ask for Rob Bell. <laughs> or we can... Or uh, just leave a message. If or I'm we ready. can email Laura yes. at Laura at Chambers Walk. Just how it sounds. Chambers Walk. Like walking down the street. Chamberswalk.com. Okay. So... I was since we were talking about olive oil cake. Can we go back to olive oil cake? Because I have like five or six recipes up on my computer screen. Sure. So I want to just see here's how some of them differ. I tend to go with the more purest idea, like you did. But there's some other um, distinguishing factors here. Now this one calls for olive oil cake. What is it? Chowhound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eggs. Oh, I love that site. It's pretty good. Eggs. Sugar, milk. Some of these recipes have milk. Yeah. What would that... Yeah, well, it's ju- like we're just a cake. Do, but you didn't put any milk in yours. I did not. Some of them don't have milk. I'm wondering what the difference... This one also calls for about a half cup coarse ground cornmeal. Mm-hmm. Finely grated orange zest. So these are gluten-free? No. Oh, okay. Because there's flour in it. But I guess you could use gluten-free flour, right? <laughs> just... Where did gluten-free come from? I don't know. Like, what? We're using flour. These are not gluten-free, could, would and this they're, work they're lots you of use, calories. You could make it gluten-free. You would just need to substitute flour, rice flour or corn flour or any other non-gluten flour Okay, so for you could easily flour. make it a gluten-free, though. Absolutely. Right, see, that was important to mention. And this one also okay. has... The, and this one calls for... Actually, this is the first one that has a little bit more... Um, olive oil calls for one cup of olive oil. I wonder if you did the one cup. I like. I, I get you have a more discerning every, palate than I do. And you're every tasting recipe it and is going to be different, though. right? And this one also calls for a cup of amaretto. Yes, I've seen. Oh, that would be a good addition. Amaretto, and then well, this one has lemon instead of the amaretto. You know, whatever yeah. the you can change the. Or how about you could put uh, your, that go, almond you liqueur you like essence, too? Essence, you could put anything. How about um, you could put sambuca. sambuca? You could put yeah. You, you know that anything. almond liqueur you like? You could put that in it. Yeah, what is that called? There's it's so great. There's an almond. I it's call like it, a Portuguese thing. It's a Portuguese almond. I it's an almond liqueur, but I call it almond wine because it's just not as syrupy. As a typical it's, liqueur? It's pretty over-the-top sweet, though. A it's, little, a little it, of that goes a long way. It's sweet, but it's, it's a little lighter. In some way, it's just a little lighter than, a, than a, like a Grand Marnier or Amaretto. You know, it's just not as syrupy. And it's $6 a bottle. Yeah. And I serve it complimentary at dinner parties. Um, yeah, I have yeah. a collection of, of uh, antique um, cordial glasses that are etched, remember, Rob, at the party in New York City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you ought to do is put it in a, in a uh, hot little uh, is uh, it decanter. Um, and um, let people just put it on the table. They choose it. I they like want the it. bottle. The bottle's pretty. Bottle is actually, it's got a smoked glass 
and it's an interesting shape. It kind of is Amar Gwynha? Probably. Yes, I'd that have to sounds see the correct. Label. That I'd have to correct. see the label. But it's $6, and people go nuts. Well, first of all, it's one of my little surprise. Um, that's not the brand that I get, but it's that looks like the same product. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the little surprises are what I think... It's got to be it. Laura's or, showing or what pictures I think, of different um, drinks to her. Like if you go to Prune in, in New York City. Or Amandoa? No, that's not it. Uh-huh. Um, if you go to Prune in New York City, they, when you get your check, there's a, 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 a wedge, like a, a chunk that they've obviously carved off of um, a big giant block of, of Belgian chocolate. Uh-huh. And there's just like a chunk with all the shavings that go along with it. Sitting mm. on top of the check. I mean, I love... Like, You're not thinking about Di Serona, are you? Yes, no. I've, I've been at high and places oh. that do that. Oh. Yeah, and if, yeah. especially if it's your first time there and you don't expect it, it's like those are the things it's that nice. I co- go home going, God, yeah. I love that place. So my right. little I also surprise. like when they give you a complimentary appetizer you don't order. Oh, this sounds cool delicious. Place. I like that. Jinjinha? This is made with berries. Jinjinha. So that looks yummy, doesn't it? <laughs> so anyway, what was I talking about before the, the almond? Talk about liqueur? olive oil cakes. Olive oh, yeah, oil yeah, cakes yeah. and different flavorings you can add to it. Okay, yeah, you so can here's add whatever you want. Epicurious lemon. This is more, this is what Laura's exact recipe is, I think. Mm-hmm. Did you use Epicurious for your recipe or no, you I, had it in a book? Or? I had it and I sort of combined it with um, Mr. Sorvino's. Has anybody actually tried a Sorvino recipe yet? This w- you bought uh, the book? No. No? Okay. This That's one calls I, for, really. is this your exact recipe, Laura? Ha- three quarters of a cup of no. oil. It's it's a recipe that I made right, up. Let me just let me just. I know, but I made it up, so okay. <laughs> it's not one that's written down. One large lemon, mm-hmm. one cup cake flour, mm-hmm. five large eggs separated, mm-hmm. three quarters of a cup plus one and a half tablespoons of sugar. Slightly different, but it's just, just about made this up. is the closest basic, one. Yeah, it's basically it's made up. All right, this that seems one, like too much sugar. Well, I'm sure you can adjust the sugar so it's not... This one calls for three quarters of a cup sugar. This one is from... Um, this is from the Food Network. Usually they... Yeah, so it's courtesy of Melissa Darabian. Have you ever heard of her? Melissa Darabian? Yes, yeah, she's on one of the... She's on one of the shows? shows. Okay. Yeah. So, butter for greasing. She, you know who she is. She is... Um, she... Way back when, before they had all these Food Network stores, they had that one program, like Be a Food Network Store. It was like the first one where you could apply to, you know, now add to their corral of store of um, shows. Yeah. She was one of the first ones, and she was on the season. I, I, I'm telling you, I bet it's like the first season of Be a Food Network Store that I applied Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I was chosen, but I didn't go. Why? Because I had too much shit going on. <laughs> oh. too, much, too much. Too much. Too much shit going, going on. going on. All right, this one. Um, but wh- she, that's the same season I would have been on with her. This is all-purpose flour, three-quarter cup sugar, two eggs. This one's got two eggs, Laura. <laughs> what the hell? Yes, Deidre, we know there can be a million different recipes for the same thing. <laughs> this is vanilla extract. 
See, here's the problem. This thing is sitting in front of me, and I want to eat it all. We got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more um, recipes. Can I talk to you about my trip to Dumbo? No. The food I ate? (laughs) No. Is there food involved? Yes. Yeah. Okay, when we come back on Food for Thought. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-786-4720. 800-786-4720. That's 800-786-4720. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. What if your mattress not only helped you sleep better at night, it also helped you heal better? Chiromatic of Princeton's mattresses are clinically proven to reduce back pain and stiffness and improve overall sleep quality. Now in our 40th year, our patented sports mattress line specifically targets muscle recovery as you sleep. Chiromatic of Princeton prides itself on great customer service, too. We show our mattresses by appointment only. Contact us at 908-200-5549 for your personal tour at our Princeton Junction, New Jersey showroom. Use the coupon code RADIO and get $100 off at checkout. We always include free shipping and our 100-night better sleep money-back guarantee with every purchase. Chiromatic of Princeton Sleep Systems, doctor recommended, patient approved. The chiropractor's choice for a perfect night's sleep. So call us today at 908-200-5549 and use the coupon code RADIO. That's 908-200-5549 and use the coupon code RADIO for $100 off now. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Hi, here just, we are. We're back. Just three three people hanging out. I'm still I'm still I'm still eating olive oil cake. We have to remove this from. All right, from I've me. been overruled. We can have to stop talking about olive oil cake. I did have the other fascinating yeah, blood recipes. Blood orange. Okay. All Let's right. talk about Dumbo. Yeah. So I was with the Dumbo with my new girlfriend. Shout out! Shout out to Miriam. Okay, as the New Yorker. Let's just explain to people what that means. Dumbo means Dumbo means down down under under the Manhattan Manhattan Bridge Bridge overpass, overpass. which is the section of Brooklyn that's between the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge. It's really right under the bridge, literally. That's why it's down under. Is it cool? It's under, but there it's the entire section between the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn. Is it okay? Yes. Okay. Is it swanky? Yes, it is now. I mean, I remember just uh, you know, a decade ago, it was not cool at all. But now the entire waterfront is completely developed. 
There's wow. a super high-end restaurant right under the bridge. You might see the name of it, but it's uh, really, you know, reservations like months in advance. Incredible view of, of downtown and midtown Manhattan at mm-hmm. night, okay. the lights. And what's really cool is they have these uh, East River ferries, which I didn't even know about. Oh, the fast ferries. Yeah, yeah. they cost three bucks. Yeah. And it's like uh, it, tourists just take them and just ride up and down the river because yeah. it's like three bucks. And it goes, it's the I most read, unbelievable. I, it goes underneath all the bridges, you know, Manhattan Bridge. We were actually staying with uh, friends in Williamsburg. Which is what so friend? cool now. What totally friend? cool. Friends of my daughter's. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, they have a rooftop and everything like that. And uh, Williamsburg is super cool. Williamsburg is cooler than Manhattan. Super young. Yeah. That's yeah, the only I thing know. I didn't like about it. I felt like the oldest person on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, super it is. Young. It is. In fact, yes. we went to a Thai place. Right? We went to a really good Thai place. That's there. right there. The, uh-huh. He lives on that on that now, street. What is the actual? Uh, you know, it's a. Dumbo is the nickname like Soho or Noho or Chelsea and all the others. But where where is it exactly in Brooklyn? What's the name? The official name? It used to be. Um, well, it's, it's near the uh, Brooklyn Brooklyn Heights. It's it's near Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, it's, okay. it's North of Brooklyn and Park Heights. Slope. It oh, so used, it's north. It used no, to Park be Slope known is as Garaville. Okay. So Dumbo. Garaville. Garaville. Okay. It's New in between Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge. That whole stretch. All right, I'm going. Next time I go to I highly Manhattan. recommend it. It is a super cheap trip. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's three bucks to take this boat. And um, really cool. And we ate at a place called Grimaldi's, which is a really famous uh, pizza place. Uh, you know, Lombardi's in, uh, in the village was founded in like 1911. Grimaldi's was founded in 1903. Mm-hmm. In, in Brooklyn. And they right. have like, you know, the deep dish uh, pizza, really, really thin crust. Yeah. And, you know, basically it's like a no-frills place. Like a pizza's like 16 bucks for like a really big eight-slice pizza. And it's a fantastic place. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So is that all you had was pizza? Yeah, we had a bunch of pizzas. Yeah. And it's okay. BYOB, which we didn't even realize. So you could actually bring your own, you know, beer there. But, nice. it was, you know, it's really, people line up out, you know, for, we were it's lucky rel- there was no line. Relatively cheap date. It was, it was. And I, okay. and I brought, uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend Miriam and her daughter and, um, they didn't like the pizza because they, they <laughs> in Argentina they they have thick. Oh, so you know they have a little bit of a culture shock with the way we do food here. But I I would so prefer the thin. Me too. Yeah. I'm totally addicted to thin slice. You know, which is very New York. You know, mm-hmm. the thin slice of the pizza. Right. But they, she said they're, they're more like a deep dish pizza in in Argentina. Ugh, I hate that. Really? So, like yeah, I'm like uh, I guess like that. Chicago or something. Huh. And where does that come? I mean, so, I know there's a strong Italian influence. It's very in, strong in uh, Argentina. Yeah. So, right. what region of Italy is known for the the real thick? Is that a the Sicilian thing? Or well, Sicilian pies are thick, but it's more th- the crust is thick. It's not like it's full of like a Chicago deep dish. It's not the no, crust, no, no, crust it's the, thick crust. Yeah, but thick crust is Sicilian. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can even get that now in a, in a pizza place. You can get a Sicilian, which is you know thicker. Uh huh. Any, right. any pizza place you go into, you can get Neapolitan or Sicilian. This place, I, I don't think they didn't have. That's all they had. They had the only. Thin. I mean, a pizza joint in our area, not one that has a specialty pizza. That that's what they do. Right, right, right. Like right. Liberty Pizza or Di Lorenzo's or Conti's or you know places that do their own style. But if you went into Vito's on the corner or right. any kind of pizza they have Sicilian. place, you can have yeah. Neapolitan or Sicilian. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they also had a really cool ice cream place, so the Brooklyn Ice Cream place, right underneath the bridge. Cool. Really good. Fresh fruits mixed in with the ice cream. I, it's, I definitely highly recommend. Yeah, it's a great area. Yeah, now, it's beautiful. I've also decided 
I have this. Not to mention the rents are a lot cheaper. Oh, and one, one other thing about one of the, about the Argentinians, what they eat, they love steak. As you, you would not be a shock, right? Because uh, yeah. Argentina, Argentina is famous with for and and the chimichurri, churusco, yeah. But they both like it well done, which you like too. I do. Yeah. So they think that I'm nuts for having it with the uh, pink in the middle. So do I. <laughs> what, what's pink in the middle? My steak. I like uh, you know medium rare. They like well done. They like well done. Both of them. Is that an Argentine? And they come from, you know, steak heaven. Yeah. But that's just them. That's just that's a not lot of people. Of Laura not also likes well done. Laura Soulage likes this one. me. You knew, like you knew well this. well done steak? Yes, it's disgusting to eat raw meat. Laura, and, and the President of the United States I also forgot. Likes. I think I blocked this <laughs> from... I don't like it, like, rawhide... But I would order a steak if I ever order a steak out, which I rarely do. Right, but I how would, would order, you order it? I would order it medium well, because ah! it's usually going to be on the <laughs> ah! raw meat is disgusting. Laura and bacteria ridden. All right, what one, one the frittata? One That's not true because you're searing the outside, and the inside meat has never been seen the air. So this how can it have bacteria? Like, I trust even pork. You can do. You can eat raw. Hello, rare. can we talk I'd, parasites? In what? meat that has not been cooked? No, we can't. Parasites? Yes, we can. No, we can't mention oh, that. Oh, we can't? No. Okay, I've had carpaccio a lot of times. I've had, uh, whatchamacallit, what's that ground meat with the egg in it? Tartare. Tartare. Steak tartare. Uh-huh. I've been eating rare steaks. Now, sushi, Never I got would, sick. I get a little concerned about worms in the sushi. You don't eat sushi either, Laura? I love sushi. Well, that's raw fish. Yes, I know There's that. a much op- bigger chance that there's worms and stuff in that. All right, let's then define talk a parasite in, in steak. Well, I, I, I literally blocked that from my consciousness okay, because well, I think it, I must it, have it been Argentinian in another life. My mind, my head exploded. Uh, spatchcock, remember, were you here? Spatchcock. You were here we, two weeks ago. We were talking about I'm spatchcock. The, yeah, and that was, I, person, I got that from Miriam. She, that's the way she cooks her I'm the person chicken. that told you the terms. I know, and I'm, I'm so great. When I, I'm still. You making them that way? Discovering, mm-hmm. and this is what this is my favorite sort of genre of food, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. is the old sort of the old standards that go back, go back and back, but somehow were somewhat forgotten, and then they they get brought back. So, like for years now, I've been doing the the ice cream with the olive oil and sea right. salt and the candied, I added the candied thyme later on, mm-hmm. but um, people still go nuts for it. Yeah. People still say, oh my gosh, I've never had this before. Mm-hmm. Even I, I once catered a dinner party in New York in Gramercy Park. Mm-hmm. It was like the editors of uh, Architectural Digest and like all of these, like it was only six or eight people, very sophisticated group. Okay, right. was this, this is the Asher, oh, Asher right. Edelman. Yeah, Mr. Wall Street. Mr. Wall Street. The, the movie Wall Street was... The time I got screamed at by Asher Edelman. Should I tell... I'm going to tell that story again. It's a funny story. No, because story. you microwave something in plastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now, I know not to microwave in plastic, but I was really just taking the chill off of... It was some kind of garnish. It was like little roasted um, baby onions. Mm-hmm. And they were just... Uh, pearl onions, and they were just going to be like a little part of a garnish. Okay, he doesn't want you know, PFCs I, in his food. And I put it in <laughs> the microwave for like 10 seconds. I mean, I wasn't trying to get it hot. Right. And he, he yelled at me 
and stopped everything at the table from and the yelled from at me. the dining table. Yeah, he didn't handle from it well. the dining table, and he said, "Excuse me, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh my God, is he talking to me?" <laughs> so anyway, anyway, anywho. And they go crazy they for the olive oil. They went crazy for the, the olive oil and the candy time. I hear them saying, I've never had this before. Oh, my gosh. So, so I love now olive oil cake. That was just another of many discoveries that I, realized, that I had never heard of. But I realized it's a total thing. Oh, it's totally old. It's, it's My old. grandmother used to make it. But, but my grandmother would make it with polenta, and I, I just couldn't had a find idea. her recipe. You don't see it in a lot of Italian restaurants. Uh. Maybe I I don't go to the nicer ones, but you die. I've not I've not, in all of my life of going to Italian restaurants. I've never seen it. So I see it at Italian Peter, restaurants in Brooklyn and New York. What about if you garnished it with pop rocks? Oh dear God, pop rocks. Okay, back to Deirdre. <laughs> Be quiet over there. You said Mr. everything old Mr. is new please, again, Mister Insider please. Food. Um, Come on, I think it's a great idea. And you want to be our gourmand? So, do you want to know where the word <laughs> spatchcock came from? Yes. Dispatch the cock. Deary me, I'm reading from a website, okay? Let me just... Well, a cock is, a, is another name for chicken. Yes. Okay, and yeah. And you're separating it. Cock, cock, cock au vin. Dispatching it. You're dispatching okay. it. Deary me, mention that you are serving spatchcock, spatchcock chicken, and the ladies blush, the men frown, and the children giggle. However, it is a real word that has been around since the 18th century. Numerous dictionaries agree on its usage as a noun and as a verb. Below are a list of items from the web using the word examples of its usage of in the United Tink Kingdom, and we have entries from a wide variety. Okay, numerous sources. There are numerous references on the web that use a word as a, n- a noun meaning young chicken, mm-hmm. no more than six weeks old. Interestingly, we have been able to we have been unable to find any dictionary definitions which give this meaning. Okay, yeah. the Boston Globe. A split, flattened chicken roasts in considerably less time, much as a butterfly leg of lamb cooks more quickly than the whole leg. Mm-hmm. Spatchcock is the term used in a professional kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, www.word-detective.com. Yeah, but where did, how did it start? That's what I'm trying to get to. A chicken, especially a game bird, split open and grilled after a simple... And speedy method of prep. Where does what does the spatch mean? Dispatch. We know what the cock dispatch. Dispatch, as in quick. Dispatch, as in separate. Well, this separate. this one is saying dispatch. Quote dispatch, as in quote quick. That's it. It's a quick. It's a quick chicken. I believe I told you that when I, we talked about it. No, last. I don't remember that part of the conversation. Yes. It's a quick, so the spatch is a quick, mm-hmm. and it's true. And if I, if I ever open a restaurant again, I'm going to have a spatchcock chicken du jour. Okay. And so... Oh, so you're going to change the flavor? I'm going to change it. So okay. one, okay, uh, one when, I, when I used to have my respon- restaurant, it was really good, I have to say, is um, I wasn't doing Maybe spatchcock. Maybe you should be a little bit more foo-foo and have a spatchcock guinea hen or a scat. You know, spatchcock. Uh, or, or, yeah, because I think I would want it to be super small. Here they're saying less than six weeks old. So our Cornish game hens are not baby chickens. They're just yeah, a Cornish they game hen. A breed. Sure. Right. So I'd have to look into what kind of bird, but it's a, for one person, so it'd have to be a little tiny bird. And sure. one that I used to do, which was terrific, was um, balsamic glazed roast 
uh, baked, I called it balsamic glazed roast chicken mm-hmm. with baked fruits and garlic. So I took it mango, pineapple, and, uh, mango, pineapple, and papaya and roasted those with whole cloves of garlic. And, you know, after you roast them, the garlic gets, you know, mellow and mm-hmm. sweet, so it works with the fruit. And then you drizzle on a little more balsamic glaze. Mm-hmm. Love that one. Lemon rosemary would be another one. That We'd take the lemon slices, and we've talked about this before, but it is one of my favorites. You take really thin lemon slices, put them all over the chicken and in the pan, mm-hmm. okay? And then you sprinkle, ideally, it's the granulated brown sugar, which right. they... Mm-hmm. provide now because you can kind of control it you can put it right over the the middle mm-hmm. over the over the lemon slices and when they roast you can eat the whole thing yeah. and i love that i love whole lemons um garlic other, too i love throwing a garlic in there just eat absolutely you're just reminding me i made a quick uh chicken dish the other day but you could make it with anything and i just did um lemon garlic just saute the garlic really quick. Just the clo- whole cloves that I squash. I don't mince it. I don't anything. I just throw it in Ever? and toss it around. Not usually because I like to remove it. I like the flavor of garlic. My That's right. You're not a big My grandmother didn't of use a lot person. of garlic. It was just it, like, you know, people use it like a vegetable now. Oh my God, I There's love eating so them. Much. Yeah. I know, but that doesn't... After, after that has story, remind me, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Working the line in the restaurant, I have right. a question about their technique. But anyway, okay. go ahead. So just uh, salt and peppered some chicken chicken thighs. I sauteed, the, sauteed them really quick. I took them out. I threw in the pan um, red grapes and lemon slices and tossed it around with the garlic, de- deglazed it with just threw a little wine in it, let it cook down a little bit, put the chicken thighs back in, let it cook for you know 20 minutes. It was so good because all the grapes popped yeah. and they're sweet. And the lemon, and I put a bit of, you know, I put kind of a ton of black pepper. Before you got the yin I, and the yang going it was on. It really there. good. Nice. This really is, good. This has inspired me because I do, there's a lot of people out there, I have clients in Princeton who they really have an aversion to the idea of fruit and meat. Oh, and that, that's so, so not good. me. I love oh, the so combination good. mango salsa on a chili. Well, think about our favorite, or, um, Marbella. Right? Marbella, exactly. Same thing. I mean, I love With it. The but, uh, and the, oh, now, so good. I, I really, I wanted to talk about. I had the a sauté technique question. I'm challenging the chefs at the job that I'm working, mm-hmm. and I want wanted your advice. I can't tell them that I think they're wrong, but how do I do go about quick. doing this? Quick. No, we're running. It's uh, we got one minute. I can't, it's too much. Okay, then we'll talk you're about just, it next you're time. You're just going to have to listen next week. I mean, Can I know you you're on the edge of your little, seat because we have you know 30 seconds left. Well. What are they doing? Quickly. Sauté technique with starting starting a, a, a shrimp scampi dish, for example. They start all their sauces by just dumping the wine in the sauté pan. What? Yeah. They're not deglazing it? They're not yeah, starting I, something? I, I know. It's you bad. Start, you it's start bad. your protein in there, the high heat. Yeah. You want to make a, a fond on make the pan. A, yeah, then no. you want to deglaze it. Not here. That's odd. Not here. I mean, unless they're just making... Like a reduction that they're going to be using. No, we're talking shrimp scampi, pasta dishes. Starts out dumping the wine in the in the sauté pan, they and then they a, throw in like a shiitake. Are they ton. making a giant pot that they're going to be deglazing no. the pan later? No, with there's no That's deglazing. Odd. There's That's no weird. deglazing. Okay, they're wrong. <laughs> I know. I, I knew I was, to, but they're I'm, dead to us. <laughs> they're well. 
No. They're not high end. Let's, let's put it that way. But And people come in. They flock to this place. Well, and people they, do their own thing. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Anyway, we'll have... Um, oh, next week. Can we do... Can we be eating guinea pigs next week? I, sure. I, I, I will make them. some. I'll make some. You'll make no, some? No, no, no. Sure. Yeah. I'll well, go. We're going to try to have a location shoot at the Peruvian... Okay, market. that so works make, too. You make some and then we'll compare that. I'll, and I'll call them up and see if we can get Yeah, them. let's do it. Okay, let's we'll do, do some a guinea location. Pigs. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next week, All right. Kui. 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 Next week on Food for Thought. C-U-Y. <laughs> see you then with C-U-Y. 